Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. Good evening. My name is Dr. Edward Carlsworth. I've been invited here tonight to tell you a story. Perhaps a story is not the right, the precise word to use. To tell you the facts about a colleague of mine, Dr. Philip Rogers... It seems now so long ago when it started. But it wasn't really, only eight months ago. Yet we all seem so much older. Or at least most of us do. But then, I'm not even certain about that anymore. After what happened. For time is a strange thing. We consider it in minutes and hours and days and years. All neatly measured and moving forward inexorably. But perhaps time is not that sort of thing at all. At least that's what Philip Rogers believed. That maybe time is something entirely different. And I'm not certain. I don't think any of us can be certain again. Since Dr. Philip Rogers faced his crisis. Tonight, crisis brings you the story of a man who tampers with time as we present a play by Jack MacDonald, entitled, Once Upon a Time. We were in the faculty dining lounge at the State University when the subject first came up. Phil Rogers and I had been undergraduate students together a long time ago. Now, having gone our separate ways to struggle through the dullness of masters and doctoral theses, we had ended up, or down, depending on one's attitude about the matter, on the same college staff. Phil may have brought the subject up before. Time is a thing we use, Ed. And if we don't, then it will use us. I don't know what you mean, Phil. Neither do I. You're always talking about time as though you could control it. As though you could do something about it. Yes, Sally, I think I can. Well, that's ridiculous. That's no more ridiculous than anything else. No more than, uh, than when I told you I loved you, Sally. And asked you to marry me. But that was real. Wasn't it, Phil? 
That was, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm just not sure that time, the way we've always thought about it, is real. And I suppose that's what you're going to be teaching the students next semester. That's what I'm probably going to be trying to teach myself. What do you mean? That we've always thought in terms of time controlling us. What I'm, what I'm suggesting is that maybe it's possible for us to control time. Oh, not the old time machine bit, Phil. That's been a little overdone in bad fiction. No, not that at all. You see, time is my enemy. Your enemy? That's right, and I'll defeat it. Defeat it? That's impossible. How can you defeat time? You don't even know what it really is. But that's exactly how, Ed. What do you mean? I will defeat my enemy by discovering his true nature. I will win out over time by finding out what it really is. This battle, this fight against the nature of time, became the master thesis of Philip Rogers' life. And after what happened, even that doesn't seem like quite the right way to state it. Phil, I can't find you anymore. You seem to be going away from me. I'm not going away from you, Sally. Well, you're not with me anymore. Maybe I'm just going towards myself. That's so strange. Not strange at all. I I wish I could tell you, explain to you. I wish you were coming along with me. I am with you. We're together. That's why we're going to get married. Yes. And that's why we're going to the dance now. I just wonder, Sally, do we have time? Oh, not that again. Why not? The study of time is the most important thing in my life. I thought I was supposed to be... Nothing is supposed to be anything, Sally. Maybe that's where we all go wrong. This thing about time, it's become an obsession with you. I'm I'm not sure I can take it anymore. Well, I'm not sure I can either. But I have to try. I think I may be getting close to the answer. Maybe you should just take me home. No, Sally. I, I think we should talk about it. What are we going to do? Stop here in Lover's Lane like a couple of high school kids? Would you like to neck? Oh, sometimes you frighten me. Or talk. I'm not sure I'd like to do either. Don't you understand that, that I have to try? No, I don't. To find out if I'm right? Maybe we should neck. Do you understand at all? I understand that you think you can be God. That you think you can control the time of your life. Yes. I think I can. How? Just tell me how. No. No, I don't even want to know how. Just tell me why. Why would you want to? Of all the elements which make up our world, man alone seems out of harmony with his existence. Now you sound like a pedantic college professor. That's what I am. Not pedantic, I hope, but but a college professor. That's been my training. I'm simply trying to, to put it to real use. You all have your little chance, like religious fanatics. I'm not chanting. I just think there's a disharmony between man and his world. Well, so what? What are you going to do about it? And I believe it's because man alone, among everything, because only men, among the animals, the trees, the soil, everything that makes up our world, he alone, among the elements, conceives of time and then attempts to live within it. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing, I suppose. I just happen to believe he conceives of time in the wrong way. Phil, I just don't understand... I don't understand what you're trying to do, where you're going. I'm existing within time, just like anyone else. And? But I want to choose my own direction within it. only one direction, from birth to death, from the cradle to the grave, from the beginning to the end. But I don't think so. Well, 
What do you think? Sally, we've always thought in terms of our being in motion, of time standing still, and as if we as human beings were passing through time. Aren't we? No. No, no, no. I think that's wrong. How? Try to consider a different approach. Think of us as stationary in the cosmos. I believe that time passes through us. The time passes through us? Yes, yes, instead of us passing through time. The time is in motion, which it obviously is, and that we are not. And if this is true, if I am right, <laughs> then we can control time. You didn't answer my earlier question. And what was that? Why would you want to control time? Because I think I'm right. And I have to find out. You don't care what happens to us if you pursue this. Of course I care. But I have to find out. Take me home now, Phil. Please. Act Two of Once Upon a Time in Just a Minute. And now we return to Once Upon a Time. I didn't see Phil as much during that semester. We were both working hard, trying to establish our careers, or at least I was. Phil was too, I'm sure. Long hours, if I could judge by his appearance on those occasions when we did have lunch or dinner together. Not exactly a haggard look. Just more intense. Something in the eyes, and... And then one day... Dr. Carlsworth. Ed, it's Sally. Well, how are you doing? You've become almost a stranger. Ed, I've got to see you. You sound serious. I am. Is it Phil? Yes. When can we talk? Uh, this afternoon, if you'd like. I've got a two o'clock class, but I'll be back in my office by 310. I'll be there. Come in. Well, sit down. That outfit looks great on you, Sally. Scottish woolen. Yes, I guess so. I don't know. What's the matter, Sally? Ed, I don't know what to do. You know how much I love Phil. I love him more than anyone or anything else in the world. But I can't reach him anymore. He's going away from me, and, and I don't know what to do about it. It's... Uh... It's not uh, another woman. Oh, I'm sure it isn't. It's this obsession of his with the nature of time. It's come between us like a, like a great wall. But a wall that I can't see or touch. That I can't batter down or go around or through. A man has to follow the paths in which he believes, Sally. Phil seems to think that he has come upon something totally new. Never conceived of by man before. I know, but... And with a man like Phil who, whether we like to admit it or not, is probably as close to a genius as either of us will ever know. With a man like that, sometimes his genius leads him on paths that the rest of us cannot follow because he covers them in passing. But what can I do, Ed? I love him so much. There's only one thing to do. Wait. Wait for him to come back to you, and, and I'm sure he will. Oh, I hope he will. Ed, do you ever have the feeling that you hate time? 
Then things started to happen in other areas. Other people started to notice and to talk. Because it was no longer deniable that Philip Rogers was changing. Even I had to admit that as close as I was to him, as long as I had known him, part of him, an ever-increasing part, was off, away from us. Not off in another world, don't misunderstand me, but off in another time, as if the shell of time which envelops all of us in one ongoing moment after moment no longer held him in its grasp. It's difficult to describe. And then one day he was summoned into the dean's office. I heard about it shortly after it happened. Thank you for coming, Dr. Rogers. It's my pleasure, Dean Carmichael. Well, I've been wanting to have a little talk with you. Uh, would you like some coffee? No? Uh, you see, we've always thought of you as being such a valued part of the philosophy department here at the university. I, I hope that I've lived up to that feeling, Dean. Oh, you have. You have, my boy. Young, bright, intelligent, a surprising rapport with your students, a real talent for teaching. That's very flattering. Yes, I've always had such high hopes for you. <clears throat> I probably shouldn't mention it, but I've even had some visions of you sitting here in this chair, <laughs> heading this department, a young dynamic force carrying on. Rather pleasant thought, as though things really did have continuity. Dean, do, do I gather that, that you've had a change of opinion, that, that you no longer have the same feeling? No, it's, it's not that exactly. Well, then what is it, sir, exactly? Well, it's just that... Well, nothing specific, just just talk. From the other instructors, uh, even some of the students. Talk, sir? Yes, to be perfectly frank uh, uh, about your teaching. Your subject is the history of philosophy. Now, it seems you are spending most of your class sessions discussing the mysteries of time. I always thought that history was a matter of discussing time. Well, it is, of course, but... According to the reports I've heard, you've been getting away from the basics of the outline of the course you're supposed to be teaching. Perhaps I'm simply going toward the basics. Well, anyway, my boy, it's been nice to have this little chance to have a little chat with you. Huh? Just give some thought to what I've said. You've got a great future, a very large future here. Now think about it. I do, sir, all the time. Future and past and present. They all seem to coalesce, don't they? I suppose they do, Rogers. Yes, yes. Uh, now, now I'm afraid you'll have to excuse me. Uh, I've got one of those meetings to get to that are the bane of being an apartment head. <laughs> Don't this sound, let this sound like a curse, but I, but I hope you have the opportunity to find out what I mean someday. That's very kind of you to say, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is, is there anything wrong, Rogers? I don't mean to pry, but... Is there something wrong with you? No, I'm fine. Well, why do you ask? Well, you... You seem different somehow. Different? How? No, I, I don't know exactly. Uh, well, I, I'm glad we've had this little chat. <laughs> we'll do it again someday, huh? Thank so, you. Thank you, Dean Carmichael. Yes? Who is it? Phil, it's Sally. Phil, open the door, please. May I come in? Oh, sure. 
Sure, I'm sorry. I, I, I was just surprised to see you. You, uh, you haven't called. I... Oh, it's just that I've been busy. I, I've been working pretty hard. You look it. Oh, Phil, you look awful. You're pushing yourself too hard. Oh, I'm fine, fine. I, I, I've got a tough constitution. You know that, don't you? Still working on the same thing? Still got time for nothing but time? Still the same thing. Yes, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting closer every day. I wish you were getting closer to me. I will, as soon as, as I've conquered this. Once I have, believe me, Sally, there'll be time for everything. Uh, do you want a drink or anything? Oh, I wish I could understand it, Phil. I, I wish I could too, uh, but but I'm working on it. Uh, you see, the problem is really within our concept of time. We, we've always thought of one event happening before or after another, all in a neat little row, proceeding in one neatly defined direction. I'm sorry, Phil, but I'm not sure I'm following it's, it's you. It's quite simple, really. You see, I've discovered that time isn't that at all. Time, all of time, is one great sea in which we go swimming. It's all there, all together. And, and once we understand that, once we're able to take full possession of this concept, then... <laughs> We can go swimming in any direction we wish in this vast sea of time. I guess that makes sense. I'm not sure. I am. And in this sea of time, Sally, uh, th there are what I call uh, pools of importance. The deep areas, the places where the real life in living takes place. Yes. L look over the time of your life. It doesn't stretch out into one vast, even expanse. God knows most of it's flat and dull and ordinary and uneventful. But out there are some peaks, some pinnacles. And those are the things your memory, your, your mind, seizes upon. Those are the moments of, of living. Minutes, seconds of intenseness. Those fantastic moments of, of value that make all the rest seem worthwhile. But supposing you do understand that and accept it. Then what? But, but don't you see, Sally, that once you really know, really grasp the fact that, that you are not simply passing through time from the cradle of the grave, <laughs> but that time is passing through you, then you have a chance to control it. You can run it forward. You can run it backwards. You can make it stop. Go. At will. And when you can do that, then you can find those, those pools of importance I spoke of. And you can seek out and be in the deep areas. And you can make those moments of, of, of intensity become an eternity. Sally was relating this strange conversation to me the next day as we were walking across the campus. She was disturbed, of course, but confused, too. I hadn't had a chance to tell her my news about Phil. Frankly, I didn't know quite how to handle it. What am I going to do, Ed? To be perfectly honest, I don't know, Sally. Because, to be perfectly honest myself, I'm scared. What he's telling me about it, it seems to make sense, to be valid. But then, afterwards, when I, when I get to thinking about it, I know that he's getting on dangerous ground, and it's frightening. Do you, do you think it's something, uh, well... Mental? Well, yes, I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, he's not crazy yet. 
You know that as well as I do. But he's getting into areas where we were never meant to go. Into regions that aren't really ours to explore. Hi. Where are you two headed? Well, we're just taking a professorial stroll across the campus. I was hoping I'd find you. It's been a long time since you found us, Phil. I was hoping I would find you too, Phil. I have something I have to talk to you about. Can it wait? It could, but I don't think it should. I suppose I could pretend it was none of my business. But it is, really. Because you're probably the best friend I have. Well, let's talk about it this evening, Ed. Uh, that's why I was looking for both of you. I want, I want to invite you over to the apartment. I have something very important to show you. I, I think this is something you should probably know now. Okay, okay, what is it? It's some news that I picked up a little earlier today. I suppose I could have just waited and let Dean Carmichael tell you, but as a friend, I thought I should tell you myself. What is it? They're not going to renew your contract. They're letting you go. Phil, they don't approve. Oh, Phil, no, no. They don't understand, you mean. I'm sorry, Phil. It doesn't make any difference. Listen, I'll see you both this evening. Uh, eight o'clock, all right? What do you mean it doesn't make any difference? It's your career, your life. It doesn't make any difference. And I'll show you why this evening. Because I found the answer. I found the answer. The final act of Once Upon a Time in one minute. And now, the concluding act of Once Upon a Time. You're right on time. <laughs> That's a rather amusing introduction to this evening, isn't it? Is it? Well, I think so. Uh, don't just stand there. Come on in. Bill, I'm sorry about the news I had to tell you earlier. I told you it didn't make any difference. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Because I have something very important to tell you. Show you to the two people closest to me in the whole world. Phil, I want Let wanted... me continue, Sally. You both know what I've been working on. Time. Yes, time. Time's influence on us. But uh, more importantly, our influence on time. You seem so far behind us. Perhaps I am, or uh, behind you, or even all around you. That's a strange thing to say. Not at all. Different, perhaps, but not strange. Phil... Get on with it, please. I, I don't think either of us can take much more of this. That's what I intend to do. To give you a little uh, <laughs> demonstration. The subject, students, is time. A subject that frequently frightens all of us. Don't go on, Phil. Please stop. I can't. I can't stop because I have the power now. I'm in control. I, I've learned that it, that it really is possible to control time, to use it, instead of letting it use us. And it's so simple. It's all a matter of, of concept. It's a matter of knowing. Do you really know what you're doing? Of course I do. I've made experiments already. Little ones. Tonight, I'm going to let you witness a larger one. Oh, Phil, don't. But I must. Uh, even as we have been talking, you must have started to notice some changes. Oh, my God. They're very, very subtle at first. <laughs> I'm sure that you can uh, see them happening. Phil, for God's sake, stop it now. I'm running time back through me. You see how easy it is? I'm swimming in that great sea we talked about. Swimming. Wherever I want to go. Phil, don't. Don't. See how easy it is? How easy it is to reverse time? To use it? 
You do it with your mind. Look at him. I can't believe it. Wait a minute. I've lost control over it. Stop it, Phil. It's going too fast. Going too fast. I don't try to explain it. I don't even try to understand it anymore. I simply tell you that's what happened. Once upon a time, for time can be minutes on a clock, or hours, or days, or years. But just perhaps, yes, just perchance, as Philip Rogers believed, time can be something quite different. Quite different. Quite different. You have heard Once Upon a Time, an original play by Jack McDonald. Featuring Ray Court, Russ Mooney, Pat French, Arthur Kahn, and Bill Kramer. <laughs>